somewhere. This really is just too good to be true. It's a nightmare. But a ravishing one, I know you've got something that you'd like to share with the whole world. Oh, what a difference a day makes. And Bubs, mm. what a difference a day makes. And I guess a week for us, it's been a week, but here we are. And there's a lot, a lot that has happened in this last since the last time we talked. Things happen uh, quickly in this world. Things happen very quickly in this world. And you know, let me just go ahead and go back to that screen. Wow, look at that. That's nice. Well done. Good that is nice. right there. Not it is. It's not a bad logo. No, I don't mind it. I don't hate it. But I mean, if you're not watching us on YouTube, we've got a picture, I'll go back to it, of the All Elite Wrestling logo, or current logo, that uh, they're sporting. And, man, last time we talked, uh, we were discussing that there was going to be a press conference coming soon. Right. And that did happen. And a lot a lot has come from it. A lot of big things, Buffs. Some shocking things, some good things that you want to hear people say, specifically like Cody and Brandy talking about salaries, women versus men salaries and things like that. That's good things that you want to hear. The, Insurance the, for, the, for... Yeah, that's... That's a big one. A big one there is actual health insurance as part of contractual obligations that the company would owe the wrestlers. So that's big stuff as well. Um, we assume that there's going to be good money involved because Shad Khan has money, Tony Khan has money, so that yes. shouldn't be a problem either. So really, when you look at it all on paper right now from that press conference outside of the Chris Jericho thing that we'll talk about in a minute, AEW on paper is starting to look like a pretty good thing you want to be involved with from the business end, right? Yeah, as a performer, AEW is looking more and more um, appealing. Uh, you're hearing a lot of reports about the salaries that they're offering is comparable to WWE. Chris Jericho recently did a interview where he talked about how this is the most lucrative contract he's ever been uh, offered, uh, the biggest contract he's ever signed. And that's saying something for someone that we consider the GOAT. He's been around for uh, almost three decades at this point in the wrestling business. And for him to come out and say that this is one of the, if this is the biggest contract he's ever been offered, coming from a plucky startup like AEW, that that shows that these guys are serious and that there's possibility here of something something big happening. Yeah. Now, you know, we'll talk more about whether this is going to move the WWE needle at all. Uh, I guess we'll have to see if more wrestlers. You know, WWE wrestlers, people that are synonymous with WWE, uh, make that jump. But for right now, this is this is big news for a company that is just starting up, making real big waves. Right, really big waves, and we've seen nothing from them as far as like the actual product. We're not going to count all in as any of that product by any means. But if that's what really the if that's what the they're going to be putting on as far as their production value, that's going to be it's going to be good stuff to watch. But right now with a limited roster, right, there's a handful of people that are actually contracted to work there. But there's a lot of rumors going around of people trying to get out of their WWE contracts to essentially head over there and work for them. Now, that's all – that's dirt sheet it's all writing, speculation. Right? It's, it's yeah. a lot of speculation. We, that's, those are assumptions on our part. But 
there's been a lot of talk last year of the Revival wanting to face the Bucks, right? There was a good tweeting war between them that, I mean, that's kind of something that we want to see, and the Revival are not happy with their situation right now. I don't blame them. I don't they blame are the, them either. <laughs> they're top guys, Bubs, as they tag are. teams. They are, they, I, I, I hate it. They are what we loved about the tag team division in, in NXT because they are the old school throwback version. They're right only an Arn team. Anderson, Bubs. Yeah. They know how to cut off the ring, and they do great heel work, and really do love watching that happen. So if that's what they want to do, if they want to go be the cornerstone of the tag division in AEW, I think it's great for them. And they're an indie darling. They're an IWC darling. We all love them. I think they're great. So if it's guys like that that want to start leaving from WWE, I think it's it's okay for WWE to let happen, whether or not they choose to let it happen or not, letting them out of their contracts at least. But... It's okay for WWE to let that happen, and I think it's great for AEW to bring in a, a team like the the Revival as the example to start up. Would you agree? Yeah, I, I do agree, and there's always been a notion that Vince McMahon hates competition. He's always trying to kill his competition. Uh, honestly, I think Vince McMahon not only enjoys competition— but but lives for it. you know look look back in in history he has funded and helped push a lot of smaller companies so that way one you know wrestlers can gain experience there and two it, it keeps them fresh yeah because they can take ideas from these other companies because you know AEW's you know if they do get a weekly show you know or with their pay per views that they host WWE's gonna watch it. They're going to pay attention to it, and what works, they're going to try and use themselves. You see a lot of times in WWE where uh, you, you'll you see something, you go, I, I, that looks familiar. It looks like something that they've done that I've seen you know, in the indies, and that's what they do. They, they, take, they take ideas that work, and they use them to try and build their brand. So I think this is really good. I don't think Vince McMahon is sweating right now. I don't think he's worried. Um... I think he hopes that AEW, you know, does, you know, does gain steam, does grow a fan base and brings wrestling back into the public eye yeah. because then that brings more viewers to WWE. It really does with WWE being the power horse of all wrestling. The more success that other companies have, the more people will start to pay attention to wrestling in general and then right. they're going to find themselves on the WWE network or on their YouTube channel or their website and all kinds of things like that. So there's a the misconception really is that Vince wants to kill all of other wrestling. Well, that's that's dumb. If there is no competition whatsoever and you're the sole product, monopolization. I mean, we've we've seen thing, right. We, we've seen what WWE does when it's the the sole right. uh, American product. So I think I think competition will be good. I think they want AEW to succeed so that way. By proxy, they will continue. They will. It'll help them grow, as well. Uh, but the press conference itself, Bubs. What were your uh, thoughts on it? Did you get a chance to watch it? You know what? What did. what did you take from it? I did watch it. I I wouldn't say I was expecting anything really more than that. It's just, it was just to get I guess eyes on type of thing. We want to see Cody wearing the suit. We want to see people discussing some of the things that that we're gonna get from the AEW product. We really weren't expecting the Jericho thing to happen for him to to come out for his music to hit for him to cut his you know promo saying that he's taking AEW through the universe or whatever terminology that he used. That was an unexpected thing, but 
I liked it. I want it to be more subtle like that. I want to hear what you're going to do as a company because I'm a fan of your wrestlers. I'm a fan of Cody. I'm a fan of the Bucks, right? We all like that. But tell me what you're going to do differently. I want to know why, if we're talking competition, why would I watch AEW versus anything else on the network on a certain night? Why would I buy your merch versus somebody else's merch? I want to start to hear a lot about what their company is going to do, how they're going to be different because... And it can't just be that they have someone like Chris Jericho. No, you it's know, got to be a lot more than that. As much as we love Chris Jericho, and he is in you know kind of a goat conversation, I don't think he's anywhere near you know the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. But there are people who think that. Um, but that's mostly just wrestling fans. You know, you go to anyone on the street. We've we've had this discussion before. Almost everyone knows who John Cena is, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, that kind of thing. You go to any you know non wrestling fan on the street and ask them about who Chris Jericho is and they might not most likely they won't know who you're right. talking about. He, so he it does doesn't really move following with his music stuff, but yes. not nearly as big as some of the major wrestling guys that no. are more And Ozzy isn't a mainstream band either. They're a great band and they have a great following, but AEW I think they need to right now focus on the wrestling aspect. So yes, having someone like Chris Jericho is going to be huge. But Looking at all the guys on the roster right now and the guys who are running the show, you know, you, you've got the, the core wrestling fan base already in your pocket. You know, it, it's, it's how they move forward growing that as a wrestling business and then seeing what they can do going mainstream because you don't become competition until you become part of the public conscience. Right. Which I think comes with TV, does it not? It does. That's the main thing. Right. And we've talked about that. that that's the one thing we've said. Mm-hmm. Once we see a TV deal, that's when we know this is real. Yeah. And if if the dirt sheets end up being true about it being something involved with Turner, that's good TV. That That's going to give them the ability to have a really good time slot on a Tuesday or a Thursday or a Friday, really whenever they, they choose to do it. It just really depends on the, the television channel at that point. So I think once that all kind of comes Thursday's out... Thursday's a good night. We'll go from there. I think Tuesday would be a good night. But Well, uh, once once SmackDown moves... Because I think once they move to Fox, they're going to Friday? They are Am moving I right? to Friday, yeah. So I think Tuesday would be a really good spot for AEW. And if and there's no competition at that point right now. If, they, if that does happen, there's no NXT on it Tuesdays. No, that's so Wednesday. That would be a Wednesday move, and the WWE could then possibly make a move for Tuesday to move NXT to that time slot as well to create the competition hour, which is really what I want to see. I do want to see NXT versus AEW because I think that's where the competition lies when, in regards to TV time is if I want to watch my NXT live, which I don't do. I'm not a live watcher. I always catch up throughout the week on NXT. But if they're on it Tuesday at 7 and you got AEW on a TBS station, say, at 6.30 or 7.00, what am I going to watch at that point? I think that's where your competition's really going to lie. Not with Raw or SmackDown by any means, but I think they can try their hand at NXT for competition. And I, I think the one thing that I love the most about all this, and I've thought about this throughout the week, especially after the pes- uh, press conference, excuse me, um, is is the Cody Rhodes aspect of all of this. You, and especially if AEW gets some kind of deal with a Turner station like a tbs or tnt just the parallels between himself and the american dream mm-hmm. dusty Rhodes, and just how proud dusty must be you know watching this taking place and you know his son you know f- literally following in his father's footsteps you know yeah. working with a wrestling promotion within 
Turner's umbrella, you know, being I, I see Cody being the, the booker for AEW. It makes a lot of sense. He's he's got a great mind for professional mm-hmm. wrestling. Um, we may not be a, a big fans of his actual in ring wrestling, but you cannot doubt the mind that he has for pro wrestling. So I just I just think it would be great. I, I want to see that. I want to see him succeed just so the legacy of the Rhodes name continues on. And it just, you know, I, I want them to have kids and him and Brandy to have kids. And just it just keeps going and going. Yeah, and I think that's really where the pressure lies when it comes on AEW is it really is on Cody. Because the Bucks, whether regardless of whatever title they're holding, whether it be producer or booker or anything like that, vice president of something, the pressure really is on Cody because of the lineage. So mm-hmm. our expectations are that AEW goes well and that he books everything properly. And if it doesn't, at the same time, I think a lot of our blame is initially going to go against Cody as well because... He's become the face of it. He's a bigger face than the Bucks, regardless of what merchandise sales will tell you. Cody's the bigger name there, and he's the bigger draw, I think, too. Maybe not in the wrestling ring or a, or a match, but people know the Rhodes name more than they know Jackson's name. Yeah. So it's uh, it it will it'll be interesting to see. I really hope he succeeds because he is the the catalyst in this. He him and the Bucks are gonna have the opportunity to do great things, whatever they've been wanting to do in the indie world forever. Now they're gonna have the chance because they have their own company. So. Whether they choose to use a bunch of indie guys or they're going to pull out a bunch of old veterans. There's been a lot of talk about Goldberg supporting the brand. I have There's seen that, yes. Rumors, of course, of, of Goldust eventually supporting the brand. He's not going to do that anytime soon because he is a veteran of the WWE game and he's not going to do anything to hurt that. But eventually... No. That he'll get his Hall of Fame nod yeah. and then go help his brother. And I don't Which, think he'll ever be, be an on-screen kind of talent, but definitely someone there to support his brother, and help him behind the scenes. Right. There's going to be good stuff there. And I wanted to, we talked a little bit about Jericho, Bubs, but let's let's go into that a little bit more. Do you think his role in the company is going to be as the face? Is he the, he's the biggest name on the, as an active wrestler, is he not? So how do they yes. use him? Is he the initial champion? Is he the biggest No, see, hero? I don't, I don't see him as a major in-ring kind of performer. Because he doesn't have the time. No, but, you know, maybe seeing him as an on-screen kind of figure, you know, whether he is like an initial, I don't know, GM. You know, every every wrestling company has a, an authority figure. So whether they that's his initial role or I, I, I don't know, but it, it's very intriguing to see, you know, how they're going to utilize Jericho and if, you know, he's right when he says this is the biggest contract he's ever been offered. Um, you know, what what do they do? How do they utilize him? How do they right. get their money's worth out of him is the biggest kind of question that I'm that I've got coming out of this press conference is it's exciting to see Jericho and he seems very excited about this. Yeah. And, you know, motivated and as we all know, someone as great of a performer as Jericho throughout the wrestling business, you see it with John Cena all the time. When, when these guys are motivated, they put on some of the best yeah. work. You get great there stuff is. when people exactly. love to do. Yeah. You know, the, the thing with the list, the list should have never have gotten over, but he Jericho it. was motivated with it. <laughs> and, you know, he mentioned in the same interview, he would love when he gets inducted into the WWE hall of fame, he'd love for Kevin Owens 
to induct him just because he had so much fun with that run. So if he can have that same kind of fun and motivation with his at least three years with AEW, then that could pay really big dividends, and they can really get their their money's worth out of him. Yeah. I think he is the most important person right now uh, as far as on-screen stuff, like what we would see as fans. Like what what role does he play? Is he going to be a top heel? I hope he's a top heel in some fashion, whether that be as a manager, as a guy who's out but, there. But can he really be a events. heel in this kind of environment? In WWE, it could work because it's a very casual fan base. But right. with AEW, it's going to be a very hardcore fan base to, to start for at least the first you know few years, if not the first decade. It's just yeah. going to be a very hardcore fan base, hardcore wrestling fan base. So they, they're not going to boo Jericho ever. It'll be really hard for any anybody to boo Jericho, but yeah. whoever the top face is, he'd have to kick that dude's ass. Jericho's shit not to a him. great face. He never no, has been. He's an okay face, but a tremendous heel. Same thing with Randy I, Orton, right? It's the same yes, thing. yes. Randy Orton is a is a B minus face. Same with Jericho, a B. I give him as a face, but as a heel, they're both A A pluses. But I think the interesting topic that, I, and I know you're going to like this conversation because this went, we went on for days on Twitter. Me and a, a, several people did, in fact, was the talk of their titles. What kind of titles are they going yes. to have? And the, the key point that I was making was, in the case of AEW, them being so so new, so unknown, less is more. So world title for sure. I said yes. I said, TV title. TV title, and I said yeah. a tag title, and then. I would assume they're going to sign more women as well, so we can throw that title out there as well for the women's division for that too. So at that at this point, four titles would be the, I guess the the main draw at least outside of that. We don't think they're going to do any major tournaments, any cups or anything like that right now. But would you want to see them throw it's out very six, what six, culture six thing or seven for different titles to do? <laughs> do you remember the what culture World Cup when that was going on? That was some fun stuff, but no, I don't. Yeah, I don't see that happening. I don't see a lot of tournaments happening. Um, I do think that there will be, of course, uh, a heavyweight championship. Uh, as far as kind of a, a mid card title, I would love to see a TV title, mm-hmm. but then again, you have to have a TV deal to have a TV title. Sure. Um, maybe like a, a U.S. title. You know, because the United States title was a WCW NWA, you know, belt. Right. So, you know, maybe bring that back. Bring the old belt back. You know, I love the the old U.S. title belt. Hate the WWE U.S. title belt. The title belt that's owned and copywritten by the WWE? That one? That they, yeah. can't, that they can't knock off? Okay. Terrible. I don't want them to knock it off. Okay. But you can have a United States title or a North American title if you're in New Japan. Sure. You know, so I do see at least a world title, at least a mid-card title, definitely a tag team title, but it's one of those things I have to see the roster get filled out to really be able, because there's no point in having a mid-card title if you don't have that many guys. If you have eight people total, yeah, you have yeah. that's fine. Eight people are chasing the top then. That makes sense. So they All really four of them to... are, are wrestling back and forth for the tag titles. Yeah, for, forever. It's a lot of rivalries, right? Fight but, forever. Uh, but with that, Bubs, that, that kind of does bring us to the next talk is a lot of conversation we started out with was people possibly wanting to move to AEW. So how do they expand their roster? Who are they looking for? Who wants to be a part of that? Because, I mean, the answer isn't everybody. Not everybody I, I'm, wants I'm to go to AEW. I, no, and I'm glad you brought that up because I feel the biggest winner 
in all of this. We're talking about, you know, all the all the great things happening. You know, AEW. You know, we want them to succeed, but the biggest winners in all of this are the wrestlers themselves. Mm-hmm. Because if if you know it hasn't it hasn't started yet, it's already been anointed the top wrestling promotion in the United States, uh, if not the world. But it hasn't started yet, so I just want to make that clear. If this does take off and it does succeed, the biggest winners are the performers, especially if the contracts are, as they say, comparable to WWE contracts. Right. Then, exactly, these people, the wrestlers themselves, come out on top, no matter what. Because, one, WWE will do what they can to keep their stars that they really want. So that means... Pumping the money up. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And AEW will want to pluck people away from WWE, which means bumping their money up. Yep. You know? So... That is the most exciting part in all business. of this. It is. That's that's the business aspect behind all this that people keep trying to ignore. They want to talk about how how many great matches we're going to see, all these pay-per-views that, that AEW is going to put on. Let's talk about the dudes who are about to make millions of dollars because WWE thinks they're a star. They're not going to be a world millions, champion in their least, program. At least, at least oh, mid-six figures. High six-figure money. Yes. Yeah, right. So now we're talking about a guy who the WWE outright says, we're not going to make him a star, but we certainly don't want to lose him. To another brand to go make him a world champion, so they're going to be like, okay, well, here's your money. We guarantee Here, Adam you a Cole. Little, here's an here's extra a rub. Bump. Yeah, here's a rub. Here's a guarantee that we'll put you in a title match or a guaranteed title run. People want that because yes. this goes back to we haven't talked about this for a while, but wrestler resumes, right? People want certain things on their resumes when they're done. It's they want to say to talk about. They want to say that they were a world champion. They want to say that they won a rumble or you know something relevant. WWE promises that to keep them out of AEW, you're a fucking winner. You've done it. You've succeeded. Yeah, Business but, has worked. But, but that is a dangerous road to play where you, where wrestlers are like, hey, I'll sign, but am I, I want a guarantee in my contract that I'm going to get a, a Rumble win, which happens once a year. Yeah. You know, that's that, that might be too too much of a gamble for WWE to start doling those out. So I, right. I don't see that happening. But... You know, the first time WWE says, "Yeah, you know, we'll we'll get you in the we'll get you in the main event. We'll we'll push you. Don't worry." And then they don't. Yeah. Then the word starts to trickleate, and those guys are jumping ship. Exactly, and that's what makes them jump ship, which is why I, I think contractual obligations would be written into those contracts, like you will receive type things. And that's a lot of things that Vince doesn't do traditionally, right? Vince doesn't guarantee things. No. And there was a lot of talk. The some of the the leaks came out when Triple H was offering the Bucks the contract a few months back to keep them from starting AEW. He offered to put being the elite on the network. They offered them a six-month gap where they could work for six months and then decide to leave their deal. That's ridiculous things for WWE to offer for contracts, but that's what AEW is doing. And it shows the star power that they like, we, we, we thought at one point, oh, these are just indie guys. They don't have I've said that. true star power. Yep. But for a company like WWE to go out and make an offer like that, it shows that there's a lot more star power there than we than we than we thought originally. Their following is huge. It's ridiculous. I I wish you and I were deep into it. We'd understand it more. But we're not. I know. Guys. I've, we're not I've watched huge Bullet Cub, Cub guys. I'm not. I've watched Being the Elite, and you know, it's it's something that I should like. 
you yeah. know, with my tastes and the things that I follow, I should love being the elite, but I, I just don't. And, you know, Kenny Omega should be my favorite wrestler in the world right now, but he's not. So I can see the appeal. Absolutely. Because oh, it's, sure. it's right in my wheelhouse. Yep. But it's just not something, it just doesn't resonate with me. But yeah. boy, does it resonate. It doesn't have to resonate with me. As long as it resonates with enough people, the other that's millions, all that matters. It does. Yeah. yeah. Me, it doesn't matter. I have zero bearing on any of this. But the people that it does matter, there's enough people that it resonates with that it matters. Right. And that's what gets the attention of, of Vince and Triple H, where they decide to break from the traditional type of things and start changing the product up a little bit, maybe changing the contracts up a little bit so that we don't see a full-out war. But I don't think we're anywhere, anywhere close to that. They just want to kind of avoid it for the for the short term so speaking of changing the changing the product uh we have back-to-back shows this week from wwe with with some skin but you saw my tweet (laughs) we did we saw mandy and we saw alexa is that is that intentional is that what they're doing is that the product change that we're getting i hope not are we the target audience that says here we know we have to change the product here's alexa with her shirt undone Here's Mandy wearing it wasn't even lingerie. Nothing. But... It's like, I I don't like it. I don't like that direction. No, I don't like it at all. I love seeing it, right? For sure. Well, but... you know, the 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 men in us, yeah. you know, the animals, the animalistic nature is just like, oh Such yeah, it's alpha male. Ugh. Exactly. But honestly, I don't like it. I mm. don't want to see that on TV, especially when I have a five-year-old daughter that loves to watch wrestling and i have a little baby that is going to love to watch wrestling she already loves japanese wrestlers you know apparently uh but that that's not the direction i want them to go in they're making it different bubs they are changing some things up from what we were not expecting or we'll talk about the rumble stuff in a little bit but they are making some efforts. You can see the the product is changing a little bit. Nothing drastic, because I think that'd be too obvious that they decided to listen to the fans entirely. Yeah. But who who's been clamoring for naked Mandy Rose on the TV during Monday Night Raw or or a SmackDown, right? Not a lot of people are actually clamoring for that. They want to see it, right? Yeah. They don't want to see it as part of an angle. They don't want to see it as part of normal. TV that they have to just deal with and, and hear the program for. So I'm not sure why that's the placement that we're getting. Alexa Bliss, sure, we love it. Dude, I mean, her talk show is even garbage, too. Not, that didn't oh, work yeah. out she's either. Not, she's not hitting the notes that they're expecting her to hit. When now, it's I, just her in the ring cutting a promo, she's good. She's really good. Yeah. But these segments that she's that she's doing and that she's done in the past, it just doesn't really work they threw paul Heyman out there with her to so he could be interviewed right and that that's That's a little draw because paul gets a draw and she introduced the tag team titles which is supposed to be a big deal for the women's division but it's i feel like it can be all be done in a different setting i don't want to see alexa doing that kind of stuff i want to see her her it can be done on an online online kind of video it can on the w on wwe.com or on the wwe youtube channel yeah all right, but getting back to well, man, we really went on a tangent there. Okay, we're, we're uh, yes, we're back. Uh, going back to filling up the roster for AEW. Yeah, who do you like? Um, man, I don't know. I don't know because there's a lot of great talent that's t- 
tied up in other promotions. Oh, you don't want to say it? So I'll say it then. So Impact Wrestling has a roster full of a lot of great, talented people. I mean, anyone from... But I'm but, not talking about them. I'm talking about oh, okay. real promotions. Uh, ah, <laughs> ah, ah. Like New Japan. Like I, I would love to see a Zack Sabre Jr. or a Will Ospreay. No, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. I want to see that. Why? I want New Japan to flourish in the West. Well, yes, I, I, I understand that. But if you want we, a working agreement or if do you want we them to are, be sole AEW? If we are talking about AEW becoming a legit number two promotion, a legit competition, we need the best in the world okay. to be on the show. We don't need some guy that is a curtain jerker from some indie promotion. Okay. You know, we need the best of the best and why not bring those guys over if if they are truly offering much more money you know it makes a lot of sense okay so you i mean you know what that does to the new japan expansion though i'm we're strictly talking aew right now okay i'm not gonna say i wouldn't like to see those guys perform in the states and even if aew decided to be something international because if they do get something working with japan they're going to be able to perform over there, I think. Just New Japan's much. one of those things where it's, where it's like it's oh, it's almost almost like WWE, where it's going to keep rolling. Now there was there was kind of a dark period there in the early to mid two thousands where they were having some real shady practices and trying mm-hmm. to throw those throw their guys into pride uh, fighting championships to to build up the name there, and they they were getting wrecked didn't work and it didn't work and new japan was on the verge of you know being on the outs until tanahashi saved it you know the ace came through and uh, we've but it's at a point now where i think it's it's not completely untouchable but it it's not quite the machine that wwe is but it's gonna keep rolling it's got a big enough name the name the brand itself of new japan is getting to the point where it's big enough to just keep on rolling, no matter who comes in and out. Okay. Because you're always going to have Okada. You're always going to have those guys. Your top Japanese stars are always going to be there, and I'm always going to have interest in it. Yeah. And what happens in 10 years, though, when those guys are on the outs, and he's in the position of the ace, though. And when we were expecting Sabre Jr. to be the follow-on guy from that, if he's gone to AEW... Sonata's going to be there. Come on now. Who am I talking to? Yes, you're an idiot. But anyway, some of the guys on the West side, like Brian Cage, right? Johnny Impact, Johnny Lucha, Johnny Elite will also make a Johnny Elite, that sounds so good. Sounds real good, doesn't it? I know. I've been waiting to say it all night. And then (laughs) there's several guys from the WWE brand that have not been utilized for a long time that are, I think, legit world champion type guys. Like who? who Throw some names out. It's almost two years past now, but Cesaro still... Just because of how entertaining he's getting too old, he though. Is. He's getting too old, right? Yeah, he's like thirty six right now, thirty six, thirty seven, something so, like that. So that one might be on the outs. Okay, uh, who else? Man, we both want Rusev to do great things in WWE. Yes. you think he'd be great, I think, in All Elite, but Rusev Day is is bound to happen, isn't it? No. Isn't it? Rusev Year is supposed to be this year, I think. It's already starting to wane, Bubs. I think this year's Rusev Year. So you thought last year was Rusev Year. It was. No. So, Rusev year this year. Stop, stop yourself. I think You live in the, a fantasy world. The, 
Are the Zack Riders of the WWE going to make it to AEW and do anything no. important, though? Because because Zack has I like Zack Ryder. He's he's a nice guy, but he is not a top level talent. He is someone that ha- that should absolutely stay in WWE, just continue with the status quo and just get paid for for doing nothing. Because you can go to All Elite and you will be exposed. Because he's not a great in-ring performer. He's not a good Ooh. promo. What got him over was a YouTube show that he had. That's it. You put him out in front of thousands, uh, tens of thousands of people, and he's just every other wrestler. He won at WrestleMania. He did. You were there. <laughs> Every time we bring him up, it blows my mind that he let off WrestleMania with a win. And then what happened that next night, Bubs? He lost the title, but... He dropped the title. But? Unceremoniously to The Miz. Stuff. The Miz bitched him and his dad out and it's then beat him. Yeah. And then beat him. And nothing happened after that with Zack Ryder. But are, are there guys on, that, on the brand or in NXT that you think should leave that should outright up, should. try to ask for their contract to be terminated or wait it out and go down to to all elite live in jacksonville make millions and be a world champion does that guy exist in in wwe i don't know like i'm sitting here thinking a name that pops up would be possibly apollo cruz Okay, as a world champion? Okay. Not or as a world as a champion, who, though, just as a guy who goes over talent. because, yes, a good in ring talent that will actually get a chance to wrestle. Okay. But we also don't know what the. That's the thing. We don't know what the product is going to be like. Yeah, exactly. We don't know who to place in that position. Is it more. going to be a sports entertainment show? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be a pro wrestling show where they have like four or five 20 minute matches? Yeah. You know, we don't know. Talking, those are two different contrasts because I want Dolph Ziggler for part of that, right? Yeah. As an in-ring performer, but then I want somebody else who maybe does a little more WWE stuff and can give me, you know, some form of the sports entertainment realm. So, all these all these ideas of WWE, you know, undercards filling out All Elite, I'm really not for because no. I don't think that they would do great in that position. If you want All Elite to make a splash, one, you, you secure Kenny Omega, which I think they've done. Yes. And then I, that you branch that's... from there, right? I can't wait to find the answer to that question. I feel like we have to wait 13 days or whatever it is. We have to wait. If Kenny Omega does not show up at the Rumble, then he is 100% in my mind signed with the AEW. Okay. That's, that is just how I see it. Okay. If he's not at the Rumble, he is absolutely in all elite wrestling. Do you think there's even a chance he shows up at the Rumble? Why are I do you think there's a chance. Really? I, do, I do still think there's a chance because there is a lot a lot of money and opportunity to be made in WWE. If he gets the AJ Styles treatment, his mm. his stock can skyrocket, and then once he gets to a certain level, he can then go to AEW, bring all of that star power that he's now built while working with WWE, and bring it to All Elite. And then All Elite becomes even more of a legit product, and the people will follow. It's like, right. oh, Kenny Omega's leaving to go to this All Elite? What is this All Elite? Let me go find out. Because I'm just a casual WWE fan that doesn't really know what else is going on in the world of wrestling. I think it makes the most business sense for Kenny Omega if he really wants All Elite to 
be successful. This is this is a slow burn, Bubs. We we say this all the time. Mm-hmm. We say this about the show. It's a slow burn. Now, you can go to WWE for three years, and then you make that switch, and then boom, you you go from this level, and now oh now you've got Kenny Omega. He was a big star in WWE. Yeah. And now he's with us. You know you. Come watch us because now we have the the biggest star in wrestling. Because there's more to be had with Kenny Omega, right? Like he has room to grow. He has a lot more followers that he can obtain in this world. He needs to work he, on his promo skills, though. He does because he has been left in the indie world, and then he has done big things in New Japan. But that's still only a little that's a wrestling thing. That, that's red. a wrestling niche right mm-hmm. there. So now you, you want to get him in the himself, mainstream, Bubs. Yeah which WWE has all those connections and ties to. So I think business sense, it does make a lot of sense to do that. But can he wait those three years? Is he willing to do that to his friends? That's the question. Would he leave and not hang out with the Bucks and Cody for three years and go do his own thing? And then, then, yeah, I'll sign with you guys after three years. WWE is going to offer him twice that after three years because he would be Kenny Omega, right? Right. So... That's a it's a lot of risk there. I I'm 98 percent now certain in my heart as a fan, he's not coming to the Rumble. He's not showing up the night after. He's going to be all elite. It'll be a YouTube video that we watch or something on Being the Elite that announces it, and that'll really be the the big pop. Or they do it at their next press conference type of thing. That's really all we're gonna see because uh, I've I've kind of I've dropped it at this point. <laughs> All right, Bubs. Now, now to kind of move on from uh, the AEW talk and get into some of the Royal Rumble build that mm-hmm. we've gotten. Uh, big, big happening this week. Uh, on Monday Night Raw, we found out that Braun Strowman's no longer wrestling Brock Lesnar for the Universal title at the Royal Rumble. It will now be the ordinary man that does extraordinary things, Finn Balor. Who won a what was it? Was it a fatal four way? It was. To, yes. uh, and, he, yeah. and he beat Gender to get into the fatal four way. Yes. Yes. So pulled double duty on Monday Night Raw, and he is now going to face Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. And I've I said this before we started recording. This is one hundred percent. This one hundred percent has to do with Braun Strowman than it does Finn Balor, because. WWE cannot, if they are still aboard the Braun train, they cannot afford to have him lose again to Brock Lesnar. Because Brock Lesnar is winning regardless of who he wrestles at the Royal Rumble. He is winning because he will be the champion going into WrestleMania to get vanquished by whoever's going to win the Royal Rumble. And I'm not going to give my pick just yet. We'll do that next week. But... This has everything to do with Braun Strowman and Finn Balor is just the person that they chose to kind of give a boost to. Because he is someone that the crowd is behind. And I've read reports that Brock Lesnar personally wanted to work with Finn Balor because he loves working with the smaller guys. And he's put on his best matches with AJ Styles and Daniel Daniel Bryan. Finn Balor is going to be the exact same way. I, I feel he's going to want to do a lot more with Finn. He's going to let Finn have his offense. He'll hit a coup de gras, um, but Brock is going to win. Okay. So I think that oh man, 
This happened for a lot of reasons, I think, and we're going to talk about the Braun thing in a second. I think Finn being put in the situation, not only having to beat gender, but then beat the Fatal 4-Way, and then being announced into the Royal Rumble to face Brock is in part, in some way, due to All Elite. I think that attention was taken away from WWE. I think they lost a little bit of attention and momentum going into the Royal Rumble. So they said, how do we draw that back? Because it, it's been, honestly, it's been duds for Braun. So do, Brock. So do they? Do they? Thing. Did they lose attention from just the hardcore fans? Because I don't think WWE cares that much about the hardcore fans. I think they lost a little bit of attention from everybody because the build to the Rumble hasn't not been great. No, it hasn't. A lot whatsoever. So, with all the, the stuff happening the last three weeks with All Elite, they said, okay, we need to kind of bring the attention back from all you internet wrestling fans. Here's the guy you love. Here's your. Here's the boy wonder, right? Here's Finn Balor, the guy that has been... Everyone's wanted him to get pushed since he won the Universal title, right? So we're going to throw him back into the situation to get numbers back up so they can fill out the goddamn baseball stadium that they try to fill out next week. No, 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 no. Finn Balor does not sell tickets like that. They had Braun... Listen, they had Braun as the main event with Brock Lesnar. That was to sell tickets. And then, and it hasn't. And then it, it, it has. And then now that it has, then they make the switch. Because if you if you read the reports, or you listen to guys like Dave Meltzer. They said it was always the plan to not have Braun versus Brock. Right. You use that right. to sell the tickets, and then you can then move Braun out because you have you have built in excuses to take Braun out of the match. Oh, he's mm-hmm. not medically cleared. Uh, he just flipped a limousine, so I, th- I think his elbow is doing just fine. Um, you have Vince McMahon get mad at him and take him out the match. Like there's, Garbage. you you use him to sell tickets, and then you can insert said wrestler into that match with Brock Lesnar. And then now you have more of a hardcore fan base excited about it because the casual fans I don't think care that. Finn Balor is now in this match. Finn Balor, I don't think, sells the tickets. But that match will get more views mm-hmm. on the network rather than Braun and Brock. I think Braun and Brock is an attraction that people go to see in person. But Finn and Brock is an attraction that people will go to the network to watch. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's Finn that's selling the tickets. I think it's the idea of the change that's selling the tickets because they're saying that they're 30% unsold right now a week away from the event, so something had to happen. I agree. They should have never put it in, in that, a stadium to begin with. Right. It'll be unique to see, that's for sure. So we're going we'll to see there. how that goes. Yeah. I will. I'll let you know how that works. But if the idea that Finn could possibly win the championship, the indie darling, I think that sells tickets and buys. I don't think Finn does as the person. I think him winning a title from somebody like Brock does because a lot of people are believing. I, I don't think it sells any tickets. People. I don't think it sells any tickets. Because if you're on the same dirt sheet train like you're saying, if you're reading the reports, they've been saying for a long time Brock has never been a plan of WrestleMania for this year. So if the idea is that we're going to get Seth... Well, yeah, because he was supposed to he was Finn. supposed to have, have his big UFC return, but I, I don't see that happening in the... So, yeah. he will now be at WrestleMania, and he's going to be the Universal Champion going into WrestleMania to get 100%. vanquished by the Royal Rumble winner. 100% agree with you. Finn cannot win the match because Finn, as your main event of WrestleMania, as Universal Champion, doesn't do anything for 
for me and you, right? Doesn't do it's oh. not ours. It's not for us. And even the underdog story doesn't do it for me in that regard. So it's confusing to see Finn Balor added to it. I think I think that it was the change that needed to happen for the performance and the numbers to increase, but I think they have ruined Braun Strowman at this point. You're on the other side because you say he doesn't deserve he can't take another loss, which is he also can't. true. He right. Not do. I'm not saying have. that he he hasn't been ruined. I'm just saying that I believe, and I'm sure, and I do think Vince McMahon believes that that Braun Strowman can still be marketable, but not if he takes another loss in a high profile match, especially against Brock Lesnar. Okay. So why hasn't we why haven't we pulled the the trigger yet on Braun then? Because it's been I, a two year build. I I don't know. I can't answer losing. that. I can't so, answer I, that. Question. I have no, I have no faith now because we've gone so. I far. I want to answer that question. I do. I want to give you a you good, good, solid answer. answer. Yeah. No, I don't. That's why I'm saying I would like exactly. to be able there's, to. There's, there's not one there. No, it seems to have, have been it. gone for a while. So, Brock winning at WrestleMania is that good TV? If if Braun were to win that title at WrestleMania, no, because I have other ideas for who wins. Because right, we 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 don't think he's winning the the Rumble to challenge. We have other ideas oh. for that, but. When when do we get the type the when is the trigger pulled on Braun? It's it should have happened. Don't, I don't know if it does at different, this point. It doesn't, right? And that's oh. where a lot of us have been now is they've had so many opportunities that it seems like well we've missed the good idea we've missed the pop. Yeah. Now if he does it, it's like oh god, well that was expected. We kind of we're also hearing reports now. that he's he hasn't been that good backstage. Like which, there, there's been problems with him, right, and that which could contributes to where you stand on the card, right? Exactly. This isn't this isn't back in the day when. You know the champion can run amok like Shawn Michaels did in the mm-hmm. in the mid '90s. You know WWE WWE does not put up with that anymore. You know you you become a menace backstage. You know you you get shown the door just like Big Cass and Enzo Amore mm-hmm. did, just yeah. like Simon Gotch did. Yeah, that's true too. I forgot about old Gotchy pants. <laughs> No. Irrelevant. Don't call them gotchy pants again, please. Sorry, bubs. But you have Finn Balor yes. in your third to last match on the card at Royal Rumble. He doesn't win, correct? Right. He enters the Rumble later that night, though. Does he? No, not? because he's going to get. He's going to get. You have to sell. You know, Brock still being a beast, so Ooh, you can't have Finn, Finn comes back out. You, though. No, you can't have Finn Balor lose to Brock Lesnar and then come right out in the next. And he limps. Yeah. No, <laughs> he's no, holding he his ribs. And... He has an hour and a half to recover because the women's match is going to be after that. So he has time. We'll see about that. I don't okay. know. I just the way that the way that Brock is booked. No, uh, yes, I do like it. I think the match is going to be way better now than yeah, it was be before. Better. The match will be good and it'll be fun to watch. I, being a hardcore wrestling fan, am more excited about this match. I before I I. It was definitely a more skippable match. Now it's definitely a watchable match. Right. And I'm going to be glued to my seat on this one because I think they're going to there's going to be enough moments where you're like, "Oh, oh, Finn's kind of close." Oh. But he's he's not going to he's not going to win, but I think they're going to tell a good enough story that it's going to have everyone invested. And I think That's if anything it's going to it's going to build Balor stock. To what end is my question? What what is the end for the Balor story? What do we get from this? 
Which I think he will moment. be. Is I it? think he will be a universal champion again. Okay. Or the WWE champion, they'll bring him to to SmackDown. Use this as a springboard to move him to SmackDown, maybe. But I, I don't. It's definitely not a WrestleMania. I think that's re- I. It's already reserved for someone. I think. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that next week. I'm not wavering on that either. No, I'm not. I'm 100 percent sold on. Regardless of what they do to TV that makes me go the other way, I'm sticking with my guns. And I think you and me have the exact same thought. We do, and and it'll happen. It's the best thing for wrestling. It it is, and I'm I'm pumped for it. Mm -hmm. I want it to happen. So what's what's next, Bob's? I man. Let me look at my notes. I think we've covered pretty much everything no, we wanted we, to. We did talk a lot about that. That was really it. We we, we can discuss the uh, the lack of a build for the entire Rumble. Yeah, let's get to that right week. now. Okay, well, we can talk you about know, it. I, let's just throw throw that out because we talk about I, – I feel like I say this for every pay-per-view. Every one we do, you say, well, this hasn't really built up well. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you're kind of right. <laughs> we build it up in our minds and that's it it's not built on tv we have to do all of the work ourselves it's like we're playing super nintendo games and <laughs> and you know we have to use our imagination to put the story there it's like oh mario is fighting these dastardly you know demons to get to save the princess who you know he, he's been dating for years you yeah. know that's but it's not told to us we're having to create the stories in our heads and it's so frustrating because i i just want a logical build to at least one pay-per-view please because last year they didn't even do it for wrestlemania no can we have a build to wrestlemania please and it starts now it started last month like everything through the rumble matters for that and what and i don't know if this kind of irritates you as well but so a couple weeks ago, Rusev beats Shinsuke, right, for the yes. U.S. title. Good stuff. Liking it. That's cool. Shinsuke hasn't done anything with the title. I'm cool with it. But then last week, without any really build to the feud or anything like that, any in-ring confrontation towards the actual match at the Rumble, we get a promo screen that comes across during Raw and says, or SmackDown, which was it? SmackDown. They, they announced it on one of them, and they said, at the Rumble, U.S. title defense, Shinsuke is getting his rematch against Rusev, yeah. right? So where is the real build? Lana's involved in this feud, right? Because she got knocked down and something like that. Yeah, and he's right. not remorseful at all about it. He's Yeah, like give me – I want the two confronting each other. I want a face-to-face. I want to say – I want Rusev to go ballistic rematch. on yeah. Shinsuke I'm, and say I want him at the Rumble ass. because I want to kill him for what he did to, yeah. to my Lana. Give me something detailed like that. So that I can I can hear the words from Rusev, or I can hear the words from Shinsuke, and I'm like, oh, now the match is going to happen. Instead, I have to learn that it's going to happen as the screen comes across, and it says... It was probably after, match. like, a mid-match, you know, uh, commercial, a commercial like they have. So, I'm yeah. sick and tired of, of mid-match commercials. You'll have some matches that have two or three commercial breaks. So, Bubs, had a friend over at the house during... during Who was Raw. he? Not you don't know him. Okay? He, he's a he's a dear friend of mine, you and he's a listener a and a supporter of the podcast. Throw it out to you real quick. I hate you. But we're sitting there watching, right? And he's he's into it. He's commentating on the matches, just talking some shit. And then a commercial comes across, and in the small corner, they still have the match going on, right? I hate it. And, and they're doing this down here, and he's like, "This is the second commercial since I've been watching this. What's up with this?" And he was dead ass, dead ass yeah. serious. And I'm like, "No, no, it's a it's a promotional thing. A lot of money with these commercials." He's like, "Huh." 
well, I don't care about this anymore. And he doesn't watch wrestling much. He knows some names. Then, yeah. he, then he turned away and we started talking about something else. That's how you get rid of people. That's exactly. how you make me not interested as a hardcore of like, oh, you don't want me to care about this match? Ah, turn it to the TV. And you can tell when a commercial's coming because the voices start to get high and they start to talk a little faster and we'll yep. see what happens next. Uh, he's rolled outside. Michael Kogel goes, ah, will he recover from this? Ah, ah, we'll go to commercial. The match continues when we come back. I hate it. Yeah. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst thing happening in wrestling right now Ooh. is mid-match commercials, pubs. <laughs> that's what gets you? That's what they you here? They do it. They do it during a pre-show of a pay-per-view. Yeah. And I hate it. Sponsors. Whew. Yeah. Sponsors are great and all. And, you know, make your money. But learn to, to produce television better. Okay? Matches are supposed to... You're watching a wrestling show. It the match the match is the most important part of it. The wrestling match is the most important part of a wrestling show. Yet you want to completely take your viewer out of the experience by cutting to a commercial of Chrisley knows best yeah. or whatever. I've never watched that show and I never plan on watching that show, but I can tell you quite a bit about it because I see a lot <laughs> of commercials. You know the characters. For it, you know? So in my opinion, that's that's one of the biggest problems with the WWE product. Damn, I didn't mean to, to strike a chord with you, that, <sighs> but really got you heated there. You usually do. At least once an episode, you find a reason to get me to rant. We were t- Yeah, we were talking about lack of build, and you're like, let's talk about Raw real quick. This is garbage. <laughs> Chris Lee knows best, and the USA Network is true. Where is Ms. and Mrs.? Right, at least plug your own shit, right? Yes, that's a uh, good show. They do that with the Total Bellas for some reason. I don't know why I'm not a good show. Off, but I don't know, Bubs. I want a I want a pay per view this year that is built from top to bottom with feuds that I care about that I'm mostly invested in all of them, and I can be excited about a a card. Because every time last year when we talked about a card, we're like, yeah, at best we were like, I'm I'm, I'm excited. I think I think I'm ready for this one. There's some good matchups. Yeah, there's there, some in ring matchups. Not once was I sitting on the edge of my seat like, dude, I can't miss the go home show. We can't miss no. the go home show. It's like, oh shit, the go home shows this week. We have to, we have I, to watch it. No, it's like I remember. I don't remember what pay per view it was, but it was like that Thursday, and I was like, wait, the pay per views this weekend. That might have been might have been Survivor Series or, or the Survivor Series because you. I was yeah. like, I was like, oh shit, we should we need to do a show because that's this week. I had no idea. Whatever show that was, when you hear it, you'll hear Ken say multiple times, "Oh, Survivor Series is this weekend." <laughs> All passive. I said at the end, tone and... super passive aggressive. <laughs> is it? Is there a show this weekend? WWE? Very condescending. I wouldn't very know. condescending. Very yeah. upset. I just want to be invested, and I want you to give me quality television that gets me invested in your big show of that month. There's one one big show a month that I'm supposed to be invested in, and it's up to you to get me invested in it. So how about this? You want to change the product? You want to make it must-see TV? Make each big show mean something. Build to it properly. Give me a story that I can get behind, that I can watch and go, man, I can't wait to see the conclusion of this. Yeah. And then you've, you've, got, you've got your must-see TV. 
The Royal Rumble is the first of the big four every year, but you can't even, you can't get that right. So what makes me think that you can do the same thing for WrestleMania, which is the biggest show of the year? Tell me right now what I can be excited for for WrestleMania. Because there is nothing that's been built towards WrestleMania. Am, am I going to get another Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania? Is that going to be the big match? Okay. Uh, am I going to get, you know, a high-quality, you know, hot tag team match? Or am I going to get the bar and the, and the Usos again? Or Braun Strowman and his 10-year-old child partner. <laughs> Nicholas is the greatest tag team wrestler. Hey, he's got a great winning percentage, I'll tell him he's that. He's one and know. He's yep. a champion. He didn't even lose the belt, Bubs. He relinquished had to drop it. Had to drop it. He had he had math class that next day he had to get to. I hate okay. that. Okay, and that's what the issue is. Okay. That's what I'm frustrated about. And you know what? I want to know what all of you are frustrated about. And the best way to do that is to hit us up on the socials, on the social media, which is right below me and right next to Chris here. You can hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram still? It's still out there. Not a lot of people use it anymore. No. I'm on Twitter uh, like a mug. Mostly on Twitter, at CAE Wrestling. You can find me at Kenny Oak Sports and find Chris at Chris Be Quick. You can also hit us up on Facebook, like I said, at Collar and Elbow Wrestling. We're always there, always posting stuff. We love engaging in conversation with everyone that is listening to us. You can also now send us voicemails on our new host for our podcast, which is Anchor. You can... Yeah, go, uh, Bubs. You you know more about that. You can go on Anchor. You can yeah, yeah. go on Anchor and send us a voicemail. What's that all about? Get in there, Anchor.fm. They're a great product. We've been using them. A lot of podcasters are now using them. We've made our official transition last month to them as our hosts. So if you use it for whatever means, you already know the voicemail feature. But plug yourself in. Get in on the Anchor.fm website. You'll be able to see the voicemail option on there, and you can listen to our shit. Connect with us. Follow us on the site. And you'll be able to send us voicemails, basically like you were calling into any other radio show or something like that. We'll be able to add those to our show as well. Yeah, we will put them on the show. Uh, Unless you sound absolutely idiotic, then we're just going to laugh and and move on. So, you know, make it it count, guys. Don't – this is your your big shot. All right? Sound good for us. We have sponsors relying on this, so don't throw us some garbage. Thank you, baboon. Um, Who's that? Yeah, this has been a great episode brought to you by Baboon Bubs, baboontothemoon.com, and you'll hear about, I'm sure you'll hear plenty that's about that. That's not their URL. It can't. It is. That's what that's what it, it I'm okay. telling you. That is. I search the website daily cuz they have awesome bags, Bubs. Okay. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us for some great talk. We're gonna we're, we're continuing to grow the show. We can only grow it with you, the fans, because together we can make wrestling great again. Join us next time, folks, and thank you for listening.